Aloha. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Doe's Nose. And thanks for all of you people sitting down and listening. You know, it's awesome. And you guys are all giving me great feedback, you know, what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong, helping me out, helping me build this thing, and sharing it with your friends. That's that's really, really cool. Uh, I've got a really good show today. My friend Allison Teal. You guys probably remember her from Naked and Afraid. She was like one of the very first ones to do it, if not the first one. And she was dropped off on an island in the Maldives and had to survive for 21 days naked and afraid. She's so awesome. But there's so much more to Allison than just being naked and not afraid. Uh, This girl has got plenty stuff and I want you guys to check it out enjoy the show Allison welcome to the show Aloha. Welcome to Joe's Nose. Mahalo. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with your ear? Oh my gosh, I fell 15 feet out of a coconut tree onto sharp lava on my head. Oh my God. Yesterday. It's like completely bust up right now. It's pretty bust up, as they say here in the islands. It's pretty crazy because I was in the middle of shooting a TV commercial. Not to sound pretentious, but it was just kind of comical because, you know, the things you do your whole life, which you actually think you're good at. Right. Is that we have two cameras rolling and, you know, all these people watching. And, of course, that's when it happens. And it was pretty um, scary. And I blacked out and... I had blood gushing out of my ear and everybody oh thought God. I had a concussion and they were like freaking out and carrying me up to the house. And it turns out I just got like my ear looks like it was attacked by a machete. It, it does. It, or somebody took a bat or something yeah. and hit you in the ear. Well, when you, you sent should... me that picture the other day, I was just like, what the fuck is that? Well, can you believe I survived naked and afraid like a month on an island alone Climbing trees every... Turn your mic towards your mouth there. Oh, there you go. There uh, you go. Turning, <laughs> climbing trees, you know, every day on Naked and Afraid, I was fine. And here I am on my, you know, home turf surf and I'm falling out of coconut trees on national television. So that was pretty embarrassing <laughs> to say the least. But <laughs> honestly, though, I'm just so blessed. Like I could have snapped my neck and... Oh, absolutely. I don't even know how I'm still like talking to you. Yo, so. I'm looking at the tree. It's right there. It's crazy. That's crazy. No, it's nuts. And all the stuff that's right below, well, it has nuts on it. It does. Yeah. It's coconut. <laughs> it's coconut. Of course, you'd go there. <laughs> um, but the show must go on, and I am I just really wanted to do your podcast, so I'm not going to let anything get in the way because I've slept all day, and I'm ready to rumble. But if I say weird things, nobody can hold it against me today because yeah, I have a head injury. <laughs> absolutely. Well, you look absolutely stunning. <laughs> oh. On the left side. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm really not looking at your ear because okay, we're good. actually sitting at your beautiful, beautiful little holiday resort. Oh, it's like a yoga retreat. Um, you, you and your parents have built this thing. I feel like I'm back in Fiji and Bali. It's incredible. It's right on the ocean, right on the beach. 
Yeah. We're, we're both sitting here. We're naked. We're actually doing this podcast naked. Duh. I mean, don't I do everything naked? Yeah. Like. So, uh, <laughs> honestly, I'm not looking at your ear. <laughs> this is horrible. Don't ever do a naked show on Discovery. You'll never live it down. No, this house is pretty special. It's amazing. Um, You know, I came here as a little baby babushka. Um, my parents were, you know, some of the first... Um, Explorers and mountaineers uh-huh. in the world, the very, you know, Lewis yeah, and Clark, they were all Indiana over National Jones. Geographic. And yep, yep, yep. My dad was a Nat Geo photographer in Patagonia. And so I was sort of that Tarzan child, uh-huh. you know, raised around the world. And we actually, I was born on the floor of a log cabin and they really wanted to check out Hawaii. And they took the first mountain bikes ever made and a little burly cart when I was a baby. And we did a three month photojournalism assignment around uh-huh. Hawaii. And they came across this property, like, you know, it'd never been sold in the history of Hawaii. It had Queen Lilio Kalani's name on the deed. Wow. It took three years to clear. And with like a c- coconut and a granola bar, because that's all they had as hippies, they bought it. And now, you know, a couple decades later, by hand, have built what everybody calls, you know, Swiss Family Robinson. We yeah. literally live Swiss Family Robinson or Robinson Crusoe. And my dad's like, you know, number one eco builder. He's amazing. Robinson Crusoe is exactly yeah. What I would say this place is pretty crazy, huh? We'll take it, you out late, out back later, and we can go swing on vines or something. Oof. Not naked. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd prefer to have <laughs> you know something around my loins. Yeah, for sure. But, <laughs> but no, it's a special spot, you know. And growing up, the little Howley girl who never thought she was Howley, you know, on the Big Island on the beach and running around and swimming with the dolphins. Now, where are you, where are you, you guys originally from? Um, well. You mean me or my family? Your family, because you, you <laughs> were born in a log cabin. I was. I was born in a log cabin in the Rocky Mountains. I mean, lucky I was actually born in a normal, you know, place because we lived in the Amazon and uh-huh. Mount Everest. Like when I was when I was two months old, they whisked me away on my um, first family adventure up the highest peak in southern Peru. Um, because they had already had it planned. My mom was the first woman to climb and ski Ausangate, and she had me on her back in this little, like... What? Pat, I know, crazy, right? They're, 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 they're like, you turn blue at the top, uh, but you came too when you, when you came <laughs> down, um, you know, over 19,000 feet and wild. So that kind of started my adventures, and then when I was about seven, they're like, let's go to Mount Everest. And I'm like, Papa, I'm only seven. But, you know, that was normal to me. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, we were originally from the, the Rocky Mountains, um, and then, you know, I think I'm a surfer and an island girl. They think they're skiers and, you know, they raised a seer yeah. and got a surfer, which is kind of funny. Um, well, I, I surf with them all the time. Aren't they hilarious? My dad looks like he's skiing when he pops up. Like he's telling, because he was one of the first um, major telemark skiers, you know, loose healed. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, on the cover of like Outside Magazine. He's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah. Um, and now we're born again surfers and uh, it's just, it's so special and it's such a fun community here, like you and all the surfers on the Big Island. And yeah. It's, it's a fun surf cult. I love it. It's, it's really special. Yeah, well, you're special. Aww. You are all over the place. <laughs> you, yeah, I get around for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you have got more going on than most anybody I know. It's wild, huh? I mean, TV manifestation. Shows, commercials. Yeah. Um, yeah. Building series. It's wild. Well, you know. Traveling like mad. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, I had big dreams. You know, again, I grew up that total Tarzan coconut child. Um, didn't come from this world. You know, a lot of people who go into entertainment have a lot of connections. Um, my connection was a climbing rope, and it was connected to a rock, and I would hang there in my tent. Um, those are the kind of connections I had. So for me, it's just been a lifelong process of, you know, literally I say that a smile and a pink surfboard can open any door, and that's right. what I've done. And I've gone around the world. I created my Allison's Adventures series. Mm-hmm. I went to film school. Homeschooled my entire life, got into every college I applied to, which was wild. Um, ended up graduating USC Film School, summa cum laude, 
let's talk about me. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then um, you know, set off with my surfboard under one arm, my camera under the other, on my camel, of course, across the world, and created um, Allison's Adventures, which is a series to inspire, you know, it's education through entertainment. It's mm -hmm. to inspire mostly the youth or the kid and everyone, um, kind of like Indiana Jones style. So people right. call me Indiana Jane, and I go around and... Well, there's there's photos of you for your Allison Adventures yeah, that where you're like on a camel. You're in, must be in like Morocco yep, or somewhere. Yep, Morocco. Um, you've got your pink surfboard. Yep. In a bikini. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I do you're, crazy You're things. all over the place. All over the place. Well, and through the films, I try to inspire an environmental message, a social message, a humanitarian message. Like my mm -hmm. recent one, I went back to where I survived naked and afraid to check out the, you know, every day on that island, um, all this plastic pollution would come ashore. And it blew my mind. Like mm -hmm. bottles from Russia and Australia wow. and the U.S. and their labels. And I was like, this is no bueno. Um, so I heard about this island, Trash Island, in the middle of the Indian Ocean, and I went back and did a film on it. And, you know, that between Naked and Afraid and that film, it really catapulted me into, quote, you know, yeah, the media. And I, f I couldn't believe it. I woke up and was like front of CNN and Yahoo and, you know, had Oprah calling me. I mean, it was wild, Ellen and the whole shebang, but for good reason. You know, at first I was like, oh, God, this TV show is going to ruin my life because I'm naked and I want to inspire people and how's that going to work and it was the opposite it really opened a door for me with Discovery Channel and you know then doing my own plastic pollution cause right. uh, through my film they're all free on my website by the way if you want to check them out they're kind of fun but um, yeah so I've just been in a lot of places at once and trying to be a good role model I suppose for our for our youth and for the surf culture I'm definitely a soul surfer not a right. not a competitive and it's just more of a love for me yeah. that's my like that's my thing but um yeah it's been crazy dude like I've been everywhere and I just love I know it. I was actually just with you this last um what was it December in Fiji Tavarua Tavarua dude yeah you came in favorite um, place on earth Right at the, we stayed a few days uh, longer. Longer. And you yep. came in right after us. Love crossing like paths with big island people. Yeah, that was really fun. I did an Allison's Adventures Tavarua. Yeah. And um, did filming around there. And that was like, it's just special to bring these adventure places to people that either wouldn't normally get to see them or a different side of it. Mm -hmm. You know, like firewalkers in Fiji. Like how many people go and hang out with the cheap of the firewalkers with their like pink surfboard or even like Trash Island. Like all the women are in burkas and here I am. Not disrespectfully, but you'd right. be surprised like how much they just get excited. Like I'm so for like, wow, cool. You know, we want to tell you all of our stories where if you march in with a huge film crew mm -hmm. and, you know, you go to high up in the Andes to find the most powerful shamans in the world and, like, get their messages. They're not going to tell you. Yeah. But if you come, like, with your pink surfboard on a camel or with my family, <clears throat> um, yeah, they just, I, I've gotten to learn the most incredible things. Like, you know, everything from the, the plastic pollution episode to the firewalkers in Fiji. I teamed up with this wild cowboy in New Zealand and learned, you know, all about sheep. And I uncovered a 3,000-year-old surfing mummy really? in Peru. Yeah, one of the first surfers in the world. Wow, I thought we had the first surfers. Yep, nope. <laughs> um, actually, the pre-Incans were the first surfers in the world over 3,000 years ago. And then the Hawaiians brought it back. But yeah, I uncovered him and he had a gold nose piece that was shaped like a surfer. Wow. And they kind of more like paddleboarded, you know, like the Caballito de Totora, the reed boats. Uh -huh. um, but finding a mummy with all that was like, wow. 
what? Well, I totally believe it because, you know, you see some of the, you ever see that TV show Ancient Aliens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little and so, bit. So you have yep. like the Mayans, right? Yeah. And the Incans, and they have these little gold carvings of like airplanes mm. and, and, yeah. and UFOs. It's and it's like, what the? You know, I'm not wooey wooey, but through the things I've seen through my travels, I call it wooey wooey. I'm pretty grounded. I'm a grounded hippie. Um, but it is pretty mind blowing. Like once you start yeah. seeing things, you're like, wait a minute. There's a lot out there that. Well, one of, the, one of the things I always ask people in my podcast, and it's something that I love yeah. because I've had experiences myself um, with like, you know, spirits and, mm. and stuff like that. Do you believe in them? You know, you travel. You've been <laughs> to some, some pretty killer places and pretty, you know, where the mana is really, really strong. Strong. You know, the one experience I'll tell you about actually in Morocco, I don't know if this is necessarily a spirit, but this tripped me out. Um, they believe... <clears throat> How do I? Well, let me tell you first what happened. I don't. I don't want to ruin it. So I got there, and I was in the market, uh-huh. and it's full Aladdin, like full. You know, the beginning of Aladdin, where yeah. the guys like Dead Sea Tupperware, and they're all going through the markets and Abu's right. jumping on things. It's like that. There's monkeys everywhere, and this fortune teller guy, literally looking like Aladdin with the big turban, and he was probably you know from the Sahara Desert. He had the blue robes. He comes up to me, and he he singled me out, and he goes, "You, you know, you come with me." And I was going there on a surf adventure down the coastline on my camel, of course. And he said, "You know, you're in serious danger of having a surfing accident if you don't kiss a live cobra snake." And I was like, "What? Like, seems like, <laughs> wouldn't that kill me? Yeah, yeah, bullshit." But of course, you don't mess with culture and with the juju. So I was like, "All right, bring it on." So he gets his big live cobra. Um, very alive, very venomous, very scary. Definitely had teeth. It wasn't like the fake, like, let's show it in the market and right. get tourist money. And um, I kissed it. It wasn't the best kisser in the world. Um, but, yeah, he showed <laughs> yeah. me how to do it, and I did. And a w- couple days later, I was at Anchor Point. And for anybody who's surfed there, they know that there's that massive rock. And if you take off really deep and on a big wave you're s- and you fall, you're in big trouble. And I did. And <clears throat> I hit the rock. I, I don't know how I'm still alive in here today, but for some reason, I came out completely in one piece. This seems to be a normal I thing am, for Right? You. I know. I should have kissed a coconut. <laughs> how many um, times are we going to hear, I don't know how I'm still alive? Well, it's true, I guess, with the adventure <laughs> world. But this was pretty wild, and so they told me that the snake saved my life from the surfing accident. Mm. So, you know, that to me is like, woo, doo 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 because that's their belief, to sum it up, is that this saves, you know... The, the cobra has the power to save it. But the funny thing was, is then I find out that the day before that happened to me, they had done it. They don't do it a lot, but they had done it to another tourist, and the tourist got bitten and died. Wow. Yeah. So I was pretty lucky, I guess. You were really I've had a lot of, I don't know. Maybe I'm too trusting. I'm pretty smart, I think. Ooh. Lucky to be alive on that one, too. <laughs> on that too. one. Snakes, coconuts, I don't know. Maybe it's got Whoa. deeper meaning. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's, pretty, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. It oh is pretty God. funny. Thank God you're still here. Right? You're lucky to be alive after doing this podcast with me. I know. Well, what's going to happen next? We're going to all of a sudden like <laughs> have falling coconuts or something. Are you going to hit in the head with a microphone? We're going to hit in the head. You know, and, and Naked and Afraid was a wild experience, too. Like, I had a dream. Yeah, how did, how did you get on Naked and <laughs> well, Afraid? Well, in terms of juju, you want to hear craziness. I'll yeah. tell you craziness. Like, not a lot of people know this, actually. Um, <clears throat> and I don't talk about it because I don't want people to think I'm crazy, but I uh-huh. still have no explanation for how this happened. I was in Fiji filming my episode, The Lost Island of the Firewalkers, and um, we were out on an island um, way far away from Tavarua, a tiny little island, 
and I had my phone with me, but as a camera, like didn't have a SIM card, you know, phones don't work out there. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't on and my phone rang. And I picked it up and I was like, oh, and they're like, hi, this is Discovery Channel. We're wondering if you'd want to uh, go. Yeah, right. We'd, we're wondering if you want to go to the harshest environment on earth for almost a month with a guy you've never met naked. And my jaw dropped about 20 feet. And at first I was extremely offended. I was like, how could they, you know, here I want to inspire kids. And like, you know, I do all this. Hopefully, like, I think I think it's legit adventure stuff, you know, and then here's this offer. And I was just like, you've got it. You know, what's happening with the world, right? Yeah. Not cool. A year later, they kept bugging me, and I said, <clears throat> all right, if you want to help, like, I'll help if we can develop it. You know, like, hey, we're going to need an item, you know, because they wanted to give us nothing, and no, we need one item. So over, over a year, we kind of worked together, and I was the first among, you know, there was a couple of us that were first, and, um, and I did it, and it was an out-of-body experience. Um, on day 16, Where did you go? Well, we went to the Maldives. Yeah, let's we went to the Maldives. start with that. You went to the Maldives. Um, went to the Maldives, which is in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Mm-hmm. It's very close to the equator. It was, uh, I don't believe this, but just they said. south of India. Uh, just, yes, and close to Sri Lanka, like kind of off the coast right. of Sri Lanka. Um, and they said, I find this hard to believe, but they clocked 122 degrees when we got off the boat that day. Wow. Heat-wise. And the guy I was with was a bit of a, a trip. Um, yeah, he was a big uh, military, military guy. A military Huge, re- muscular recon guy. Marine. He had the muscles, but... Um, Not the sesos. I, yeah, I didn't really know what a coconut was. And it was int- he got second-degree sunburn within an hour <laughs> and thought I was, you know, knitting hats. And he, was, he thought I was doing girly things. And I'm like, Arfie, you don't want a hat. That's okay, but... You know, yeah, watch, dude, watch. I'm about to protect your <laughs> I'll ass. I'll make you a coconut jockstrap, but otherwise you're in trouble. And he was. Um, and he, he didn't do too. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. So I ended up kind of Well, you guys it. had a swim. You guys got dropped off at one <laughs> island. <laughs> right. And then, then you had a swim, what, a mile? Oh, yeah, across to another one. To another one. And and what people don't understand is in these <laughs> little atoll islands gnarly. are these gnarly-ass currents. Super gnarly. That you're fighting. I You know, I could be on a surfboard and all of a sudden just disappear. Done gone. Yeah. No, they mess with us. shark infested waters. You know what? It's so funny because everybody, oh, you're from Hawaii. Are you scared of sharks? And I'm like, nah, whatever. You know, we poo poo it. But man, there were dark, freaky shark shapes, that whole channel. And I was like, this is not cool. Did you have a boat following you? No, no, no. What what about the cameraman? They had, they had a camera guy, but he was in the same boat. I mean, (laughs) figuratively in the same boat that we were because he was underwater shooting. Uh, so us. he was swimming. So we were all yeah. just as much targets as, you know, I don't think the crew, everybody goes, well, you know, were they eating hamburgers and staying at the Hyatt? No, they were, we're way in the middle of nowhere. They're sure. camping just as much as we are and on a different island. And, you know, they're just lucky, like, they left us some diary cameras, they call them, like some GoPros. Uh-huh. And, and and not to sound pretentious, but they're kind of lucky that I'm I'm savvy as a filmmaker because there was a huge storm and the crew couldn't even get to the island for like three days. Uh-huh. And I was going crazy filming. Because I was like, they have to see what they're putting us through, you know? Yeah. So I captured a lot of it. So thankfully we got, you know, a pretty intense, because there was a monsoon. It was the most, um, they said it was one of the biggest storms they've ever had in the history of the Maldives. Right. And we're naked and out there with nothing. Wow. It was. In 122 degrees. But yes, but when it gets super hot and then cold and wet, yeah. you actually are in extreme danger of getting hypothermia uh-huh. in a tropical location because you can't get dry. Right. So, and then on day 16, we had a, we mapped it out on the sand of who on the crew we were going to eat. 
Because <laughs> we, we really went cannibalistic. Like, it was very serious for people. you who, were only eating coconuts. And we couldn't even get them because they were, again, like, I'm not, <laughs> I wasn't dumb enough to climb big trees at that point because you're really weak. Yeah. So you couldn't, I mean, they're really tall trees. Couldn't get those. The ones on the ground are pretty rotten. Um, we lived off some snails. Like, we found some snails. Right. Any crabs? Um, yeah, but they were pretty much cartilage. Like, imagine, like, Bugs Bunny Atoll. So, uh-huh. like, you know, tiny white sand island. There's no fish. It's, like, sand, mm-hmm. sand, 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 and then a drop-off. Sure. And if you don't have a fishing pole or a boat to get out there, like, you're pretty much just... It was so gnarly. But now, yeah. you were able to get an eel, I saw. Well, so that was the other weird premonition. So, when I was in Fiji, uh-huh. the, the chief was sitting there telling me, I said, how did you get your magical powers? This is right when my phone rang and everything was really weird, even though it was off. And he said, oh, well, we got them from this magical iridescent eel. And I was like, well, that's crazy. So I kind of took note in my head, like, oh, cool, magical iridescent eel made these Fijian firewalkers, gave them their power. It's a whole long myth I won't get into. But on the island in Maldives, I had a dream one night about that magical iridescent eel. And I thought I was losing it. So I woke up, and I'm so glad I said something. I told the producer, I said, hey, guys, I'm going to make a spear today. I'm going to go to the other side of the island, and I'm going to kill this magical iridescent eel, and it's going to save our life. Are you allowed to talk to these guys? Uh, Not really, but I told them just because I wanted people to know about my dream. Right. Um. No, and it's very real. Like, I sometimes ha- wanted them to refilm things because I was like, oh, that's freaking rad what I just did. Like, come film it. You know, I just built, like, a 40-foot ladder and climbed a coconut tree. And they were like, no, we missed it. That was it. It was organic. You know, it happened. And I'm like, well, pff, what the heck? Um, right. So, yeah, so I told them, though, about this, this eel, and I made this spear, and I marched to the other side of the island, and it was, like, this weird premonition. I swear I had, like, guardian angels. All of a sudden, this, like, iridescent eel comes out of a crack I know this is crazy. I know it's hard to believe. And, and and everybody growing up in Hawaii like tells you stay away from the eels. Like sure. that's the one thing I've been told. I've seen so many friends it's cleaning a fish scary. on the rocks and an eel will run up, bite them, and then grab the fish and run off. Run up. Well, and they don't let go. Like no. people think snakes are bad. Like eels are eels are the snakes of the ocean and they they have a mouth that's just gnarly. Super gnarly and the teeth are gnarly and yeah, they're not friendly little critters and that could have ruined our whole experience. I took this spear I made, okay, uh-huh. handmade, like, throw it, literally, javelin style. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Javelin. It, javelin, javelin, javelin. Yeah. Never done it before, obviously. I don't even know what it's <laughs> called. It goes straight through the head of the thing from, like, at least 10 feet away. Wow. And the entire crew, like, their jaws drop, and I'm standing there. So I run after it because it's still slithering, going crazy. Got completely annihilated. Right. You were all cut up. Super cut up. Sharpest coral I've ever been on. But that eel saved our life. We got like each got a few bites of protein, and you know there's pictures online if you look up like yeah. you know Allison Teal and the eel, and it's this beautiful like white iridescent eel. I still have no explanation of how that all, but you know I just believe there's, I think that's my whole thing and like what my if you want a takeaway message from this uh, podcast like there is magic out there yeah. and not in like the wooey wooey sense, but just if you believe in something out there and you go for your dreams and you really do what you think is right in the world, like you're going to be taken care of and you're going to be guided. And that's been my life. And 21 days out there, man, that's tough. You guys had a couple of moments out there, both of you guys. You had a nice little female moment. 
Yeah. Oh my god, it was crazy. I had, I think, I had my period for like thirteen days, <laughs> and you obviously have. Well, nothing. your body's in shock. Total shock. It's I was just like out. you watch these women that are running the Ironman here in Kona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Stressed. they're putting their body through so Stressed. much stress. Yeah. That as they're cut, running in, they're just bleeding everywhere. Really? Oh yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've seen it a lot. You know, I'd I, be I go down there to kind of than the Ironman. Yeah, I'm God. telling you, big time. Wow. Yeah, and, no, my body was. Was not happy. You know, but I came back some of the healthiest I've ever been because I wasn't eating sugar, wasn't uh-huh. eating processed, wasn't eating much of anything. Did you get some gnarly headaches food. and all that kind of stuff? No, I was actually, you know, I remember laying down one night out there and being like so happy, like staring mm-hmm. at the stars and being like, wow, like the shack that I built, like you feel so much accomplishment mm-hmm. because you've done all that. But I will tell you when I got back, I slept with a bag of trail mix under my pillow ah. for five nights. I bet. And I hugged it. Like, Honestly, I would call it, I would relate it to like military post-traumatic stress. Not to say like that they don't go through way more, but I woke up in the middle of the night spearing an eel on my kitchen floor and there was nothing there and my mom had to come like tackle me. No way. Yeah. Some crazy stuff went down. What was the first thing you ate? Ah, I, uh, that's really funny actually. I purposely, I'm a chocoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to meetings about it. I'm seeing people. I'm trying to recover. <laughs> I love chocolate. Dark. Um, milk. Oh, absolutely dark. Yeah. I stashed a dark chocolate bar um, in my bag. So when we got back to the island where our stuff was, yeah, it was just like you know, like Willy Wonka style when like Charlie is like. You mean they, those, wait, uh, they don't even have like a cheeseburger on the boat. When they pick you up, it's like here. No, so what they had was crackers because we're in we're pretty remote. Uh-huh. Crackers and Coca Cola, and like honestly, after not eating, so, so Jonathan downs like three Coca Colas. Yeah, puking everywhere. Like, gro- you can't do that to sure. yourself. You sure. shock your. It's almost worse to eat. But when I got on the plane, because I had four days of travel. Uh-huh. Coming back and a layover in Dubai. Can you imagine going from nothing to Dubai airport at two in the morning? Wow. I asked, apparently, I don't even remember, Jonathan was laughing. I asked the stewardess, the flight attendant, for five meals. And she thought, like, something, she, she figured I was, like, throwing up my food or something. It was so funny. Yeah, I kept just asking for food. So I do have, um, still have issues where I'll, I have to have food with me. Like, I, there's definitely some lasting effects. Um, they called me recently to do the 45-day one. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, thank you, the XL. I, it's just not right. worth it to me. Well, you know, I turned it down. Yeah, that's what I heard. Well, why? Yeah, well, I just had so much stuff going on. Yeah. I was super, super excited. I was about to do it. Yeah. But the time, the the amount of time that you got to commit beforehand, well, they don't pay during, and after, yeah. Yeah. and then a recovery totally. after, totally. I was like, I, you know, I totally. really, I have so much going on totally. right now. I can't afford to give yep. up that time. No. I think you made and a it. lot of a lot of people are just like, oh, dude, that's all we, we wanted to see you. You were gonna kill it. Yeah, no, it and been they cool. keep calling me. Well, they, maybe, maybe, yeah, you're, they, maybe you'll still do it. Maybe yeah. your time. I heard you get like six items now or something crazy. So. Oh, really? I don't know. I, that's what I, don't I heard. Need the six items. You'll be fine. So, you don't need just any one. items. Just your hair. Yeah, you'll my just, hair. Like, is you'll just strong. have it going. No, I would recommend. I think it was an incredible experience. The crew was super professional. Discovery did an amazing job. Um, but I definitely, you know, I feel like I, I've done the naked TV thing. I got lucky to do the talk show route. I got extremely lucky with the plastic, you know, mm-hmm. now being able to be the Oprah of adventure, which sure. I just got named by Huffington Post, which is pretty wild, rather than the naked girl on TV is, is really fun to transition into really my yeah, passion. absolutely. And that's, absolutely. Uh, it's special. It's just really special. But. Are you still friends with the guy that you <laughs> were on the island with? No. no. I mean... 
Have you ever seen Hunger Games? Yeah. So you know how you go from the the wild to the capital? Mm-hmm. So we went from the wild to Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. And Ellen and Arsenio Hall, and like it was the cr- and I hadn't seen him, so you know here we are naked, and suddenly last we're last time you saw me, he had diarrhea shitting outside your totally tent. like on my shelter, and suddenly we're in Steve Harvey with like you know curled ringlets and fake eyelashes, and I'm like, what the heck? Like, and what all of a sudden he's this big tough man again. Yeah, and then he's on it, and it was kind of like whoa, it was very trippy. So hey, that dude, was I a, saw you. I saw <laughs> in your lowest point, bro. It was so funny. My mom calls and after the show and goes, I just saw my daughter on E News Entertainment. Teaching a six-two marine recon marine how to poop. Because <laughs> that's like what his whole yeah, not the poor guy. You know, it was it was a very scary experience. I think for everyone, and I have to give him kudos for like that sun. You know, sunburns gnarly. Yeah, I'm not saying he shouldn't have you know taken precautions, but once you get to that point, mm-hmm. you go mosquitoes. Oh, uh, everything, rats, mosquitoes. I had a rat climbing over my head every night, like running around. I tried, but oh no! So what happens? We did catch it and find that it was a shrew, and we couldn't eat it because they're poisonous. So uh, there was a lot of things like, you know, you just had to know about yeah. the area. Lots of flies. Um, the monsoon, the winds. You know, that was really scary when you can't get fire going, you can't cook seafood. Any waves, dude? Were you just there? Was this there like left hand shitting, watching, mind surfing? Yeah, I don't know if it was surfable. It's hard to tell, but it was this beautiful, like, left point off the back of the island, and I would watch it just being like, well, should I find food today, or should I risk dying and carve a surfboard out of that coconut tree? Like, I totally would have carved a surfboard. The secret was is that I wanted my one item to be my pink surfboard. Because uh, I'm sitting there going, I'll use the fins for a knife. Like, I'll use the sure, leg rope, you know, the sure. leash for... So I had it all worked out. Discovery paid for me to bring it down there. And we got there, and the producer took one look at me and kind of started laughing. And in hindsight, like, I'm kind of glad I didn't do it. Uh-huh. And that he said, you know, mm, because it was pretty serious. And if I would have failed, and that would have been my... Like, how kooky would that have looked, you know? Like, why sure. did she bring her bloody surfboard? And then, and then there's the chance, like you said, you know, just chasing the eel... Falling on the sharpest reef you've ever dealt with in your ever. life. Ever. You take a wipe out out there. You're done. You're done. <laughs> but you know what I learned really interesting? And for any surfers listening, like this was the most mind boggling lesson for me. I get staph infections a lot yeah. in Fiji and all over. I had more cuts and more trauma on that trip than ever. And because I didn't eat sugar, they healed. Amazing. Like, I should have been covered in staph infections. Wow. I, and that's my assumption. I don't know if that's exactly why it was, but uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that it has a lot to do with, with your diet. Absolutely. So that's my... They say mm-hmm. staph is on every single person. Really? Yeah. Mm. So... Hey, move I've away. Had it move a few, away. <laughs> I've had it a few times. Actually, yeah. it put me in the hospital once. Really? Yeah. See this big scar right <gasps> here? Yeah. I tell all the chicks it's from a boar, but it's really staph. <laughs> yeah, I got They're surgery. Like, oh, I had plastic right. surgery in my lip from staff. Wow. From uh, Tavarua, from Fiji. So, yeah, it was. It's it's gnarly. It's a it's a wild world out there, isn't it? We yeah. have to. But it's it's a fun one. You know, you got to take. I think the biggest thing that holds us back in life is fear. Mm-hmm. And I and I think a healthy level of it is very important. Um, but if you let it hold you back from life, like <clears throat> life is short. You sure. know, climb that coconut tree, kiss that snake. Go on that island naked. Um, trust that that the world will kind of take care of you. And if you're doing, like again, I said, if you're doing things for the right reasons and you keep that smile, flower, flower power, child, you know, attitude. That's what I've realized is 
it's karma. You be there for other people. They're there for you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like surfing too, you know? Like if you hesitate or you have fear, you're screwed. Like you're, you're totally gonna, screwed. You're going to yeah. end up on the reef. Right. But if you commit and drop in, you're either going to get the ride of your life or, you know, maybe you'll end up in an underwater world you've never, <laughs> never seen. Um, you'll have an experience. But if you hesitate and you don't just go for it, you end up on the reef, and that's that's life, and that's mm-hmm. kind of nuts. Um, but I don't have to tell you this. You're you're the well. You got you, you know. guys have been, uh, you know, ending up on the reef for a long time. You know, all of us. Oh we, yeah, we always make those mistakes. Always. And but that's part of us growing as well too. Absolutely, so, it's how you kind of. And and now <laughs> look, we're sitting here at this in, watching Gorgeous the sunset. sunset. How's that? Uh, that's pretty Hawaiian postcard for you. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's We're definitely right on the beach in this insane house for these papaya trees right here. I think there's a little light rain going on behind us as well. Oh, it's like totally picturesque. Yeah, it's amazing, and it's it's cool that too with this place. Um, I think it's on my way. Not to advertise it, but it is fun if people want to come experience like what it's like to live off the grid or mm-hmm. or what to um you know the yeah because you have no electricity down here. No. You're all off of solar. All off of solar power and uh, catchment water. Um, we know. So my dad got a grant raised and ran a water line and worked oh, with the cool. whole community. Um, Water's so important. It's so important, and we're in one of the last you know primitive fishing. Um, villages in the world and if you think of survival there's supposedly four things with survival there's Uh fire water shelter and food Mm -hmm. and water being the most important you can survive i think four days without Mm -hmm. water and about about three weeks without food so that's why naked and afraid you know did those those times to make it really gnarly um and then shelter is is actually the number one thing you're supposed to start with in Mm -hmm. a survival situation and then they say Clothing is your number one shelter. So that's why they take that item away. So it's not sure. just like, oh, let's show naked people that's going to get ratings. It's like, how do we take away your number one survival item and then see what happens? Yeah. And that was what growing up here at Holly Kai, that's Ocean House is what our home is called. Um, that's what it was like. It was always survival and running around, you know, naked um, in the coconut trees and across the beach and so what I really realized is that if you have some, you have more in you than you think, mm-hmm. you know, like people who we have, we have strength and you just got to trust that like it's, I've never taken a survival course in my life, you know, yeah. but growing up here, but growing up here, you just know, you, just you know, know things, you, you just, know, you grow up. Okay. Hey, this is how I fish. This is how yeah, yeah. I, I live off the land. Totally. Well, you know how to hunt a pig. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm that far. But, no, um, you could do it. For yeah, sure. As a matter of fact, you need to go with me one of these days. Hell yeah. Do you have I'll, any pink pigs? <laughs> uh, no, I can paint one pink <laughs> and throw it out there for you. Perfect. <laughs> I no, don't know if you'd shoot it at that point. If yeah. it was a pink pig, you wouldn't shoot that thing. No, I'd probably keep it. It would become my next camel. Right. Save a camel, ride a pig, something like that. It'd be fun. <laughs> we could uh, we could go do that. But no, I'd love to. I'd love to learn. You know, I think hunting is important when it's for survival. I definitely have a hard time with it. Are you a vegan? You know, I'm not. Um, when I surf and exercise a lot, I feel like I need protein. I don't eat red meat. Um, and it was funny, actually, honestly, like growing up in Bali, I grew up in Bali a lot. I'd get out of the water surfing and I'd see chickens and get hungry and want to like eat them. So I started realizing like, Run over maybe, and get a nasi yeah, maybe I should get an, you know, an ayam satay and a nasi goreng. And so I started eating meat, even though I was raised a veggie. Um, so he, he travels hard. Well, meat's good food. for you. It's good for the body. You uh, yeah, know? I, I'm I, totally I anti, a, you know, um, 
factory. Oof, the GMO stuff. Oh, my gosh. Gnar-gnar. Yeah. It's super gnarly. Those little, like, what do you, clone chickens? I, I, that's, you got to stay away from yeah, that stuff. You, you You'll turkey. grow a third boob or something. Yeah, you, all of a sudden you get crazy. a 40-pound turkey in two weeks. <laughs> right. You know, and it's like, what the? Uh, uh, you see some of these cows, they look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hormones that Donald they fed Trump. them. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a really weird world that's going on right now. And I think that's what I'm trying, I, I, you know, there's no such thing for me as preaching. I just try to stand as an example. And when you become a quote, like activist or an environmentalist, you know, like overnight I became the plastic water bottle girl Sure. and you got it. You can do what you can do. Like if you got to buy a plastic water bottle, well, recycle it and, and, and do your best mm-hmm. because, you know, stress is going to kill you quicker, but I have to say that if the oceans die, we die. And I've been there. I've seen what the plastic is doing, you know, Trash Island, all these areas. Like, it is freaking gnarly. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. And it's going quickly. And it's not just a, like, oh, you're green and you're, like, a hippy-dippy. It's, like, this is serious stuff. Yeah. And our, our speaking of survival, like, our survival as a planet is dependent on it. And all you got to do is just stop buying plastic. Yeah. Especially water bottles. It's pretty simple. Exactly. And, you know, with these new hydro flasks. Oh, God, yeah. It keeps it warm and cold. It keeps it warm. I use them. Keeps them warm. Reusable bottle. Yeah. So yummy. So yummy. Easy. Oh, my gosh. I keep my my ice in in that thing for three days. It's that cold. Still cold. I know. Still cold. Super. Well, and drinking out of plastic, you know, there's so many studies of like what it does to your body. And yeah, what's the what's the saying that. Just leaving a bottle of water in the sun. Yes. Yep. All of a sudden, those chemicals yep. come out of that plastic, yep. and then you start drinking them. You start drinking it. Well, and we're eating we're eating plastic a lot, and we don't know it in fish because what happens? Mm-hmm. A plastic bottle goes in the ocean. It mm-hmm. breaks down. It releases these super deadly toxins, uh-huh. um, and then the fish eat it, and then we eat the fish. So there's like so many things going on. In this chain of events, and and now we got Fukushima radiation oh in our God. fish. Yeah, yeah, we do. But you know, I'm trying, especially with my Allison's Adventures series, to focus on like the positive, And there's enough like negative news and how to change and it. how to change it. So rather than just like we're all screwed and we're going to sure. hell in a handbasket, um, a coconut handbasket, of course. <laughs> um, then you know what can we do? And who are these like wild people around the world that mm-hmm. have secrets? that could save our world that we don't know about. Like those are, I've met, oh my gosh, like people that hold these, these secrets. I believe it. Like, I believe it. I'll tell you that the number one thing, the shamans in Peru uh-huh. and the high Andes, um, the ones that like the Dalai Lama has deemed to be the next spiritual leaders of the universe. And I was always kind of like, mm, growing up, you know, my parents would be into like visiting shamans and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. And finally I, you know, started meeting all these people and it's wild. They don't have TVs. They don't even know California exists. And they <laughs> straight up told me they're like, water is going to be the next thing. There's going to be wars over. Um, California, they predicted the whole thing, you know, the drought they've been having, all the issues, like, wild stuff that these people know. Like Nostradamus-like stuff. Crazy, crazy. Like predictions and, you know, and, and so they are still connected to this power. So with Allison's Adventure series, I've tried to like, how can I through fun adventure stories share these people's wisdom? Like mm-hmm. team up with a character here and there and everywhere and not have it be like boring philosophy of, you know, how we're going to save the world, but like go on a wild adventure to find this Peruvian mummy chief and along the way learn, you know, all the secrets about what those people know. 
right. of survival from ancient past. Like growing up in Hawaii, you know, like the hula tells stories. Mm-hmm. And if we don't pass on the traditions, mm-hmm. how are the kids going to know how to hunt and fish and and do anything? So that's kind of like. So what is the best story that you've ever heard from these guys? I mean, that was pretty amazing with the with the water, just that right. that's going to be our next. Um, and you've probably heard that from a few different ones. Yeah, I've heard it from a few different ones. Um, usually those guys kind of, you say one guy in Peru and one guy in Africa, but they have the same type of shaman thing. They always kind of have that same agenda. Yeah, same agenda. They know things. Like in Bali, this one um, guy that we knew cured our friend's cancer. Um, another time a woman wanted to get married and it performed a ceremony and within like a week she met the man of her dreams and got married. Like, it's not like black magic or juju juju. It's just I think there is another realm out there mm-hmm. that we don't know about or that some of us can tap into. And anybody can. We just either don't think about it or we think it's weird. Um, but it's another real realm. And that would bring me to my thoughts of how you connect in with it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I'm like, what? You know, like I really wanted to do something with Oprah. I just thought it would be a really special, like, shift from being naked to inspire. Because she's a very inspiring woman. Right. She called me last week, actually wanting to get on the show here. She's like, hey, we need to do a video show. Right. Get you on my show, do a simultaneous podcast. Did at the she want to be naked, too? No. Uh, I told her, please keep, keep her your clothes, clothes on. on. Wait, are you serious? She, she contacted no, you? No, I'm totally kidding. Oh, I was like, whoa, wow, that's rad. That's yeah, manifestation. Those does not know Oprah. Does... No, but get that. But you should. Pro- okay, so manifest it. So I'm not kidding you. I was like, okay, universe, how cool would it be to shift from nakedness to you know really inspiring people? And I don't know if I said Oprah necessarily, but I was like, I would love to move into a role of sure. of, of you know being more than the naked girl on TV because I know. There's, There's so much to, more to that. So much more to offer, totally. And yeah. it's hard. Sometimes you get niched when you do all these talk shows and these reality things. Literally, I'm in Switzerland. It's midnight, and I get a call from Oprah's pe- Like, what? On Skype. Like, out of, I thought it was a prank. And they're like, right. we want to feature you in this ni- next you know, issue of Oprah Magazine. It's this crazy two-page spread. And my incredible photographer, you know, Sarah it's Lee huge. from the Big Island, you know, did the photos. And, and it's huge. And so, but, but it's not about like, oh, wow, look how cool I am. The point that I'm trying to make is... Anyone can do it. And how I believe you manifest is, number one, go to your roots, okay? So sit here and, like, think about when you were five years old, what did you love to do and how are you connected? Because what happens is is a lot of people, they grow up wanting to be something and then they shift, whether it's a family wanting them to do that or society or mm-hmm. they don't think they're good enough or, you know, my finger painting will never sell, so I'm going to stop finger painting. No, that's what, like, you're good at, finger painting. It makes you happy. So go do it. And underwater basket weaving or whatever really makes you tick. I call it your ish, like your ISH. Uh Because what happens is is if you don't do that, you're robbing the world from your gifts. Like everybody has a gift to offer this planet. Absolutely. And if we don't follow our own ish, our own gift, the the world's not going to work and spin and do everything it's supposed to do. That's kind of my belief. Mm So if you follow it, everything's going to open up for you. And if you don't, you think, oh, i got to do what I'm supposed to do or what this person wants me to do. Um, it, it just doesn't happen. And a lot of people go, well, I don't know what I want to do. And so I say, well, close your eyes. And if money wasn't an issue, if time wasn't an issue, if not, what would you do right now? And it may seem funny, but, like, go do it. Exactly. 
I'm doing what I love right it's, it's now. Perfect example. Because I love perfect sitting example. down. I love talking perfect to people. Perfect example. Hearing their stories, getting to know them, bullshitting. Yep. You know, there's it's so much fun. It's so much. Well, and imagine you want to be a finger painter, right? And yes. hear what you and, and so we're here, we're talking, and all of a sudden you find out I'm a professional finger painter, um, which I'm not, but that'd be rad. And mm-hmm. then I'm having you on my finger painting show, and you know, so things happen once you start following mm-hmm. your your dream. But if you sit in a corner, just like, oh, I hate. I'm not saying a nine to five is bad. Like some people love it, and it's awesome. It's not my. I spent most lifestyle. of my life working seven to six o'clock. Wow. Every single day. But were you happy? I was in the beginning because, you know, like when I would do a project, you know, because it's art for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it just got to be the same thing over and over and over and over. When I finished something, I'd be so proud of it. I'm like, oh, my God, that looks so good. Right. But it just, it was monotonous over yeah. and over and over and over and over. And I was like, I, I was so glad the economy took a shit. Yeah. Because my industry took a shit from that point on. Right. And it pushed you out. And it pushed me out. Yeah. And, and the whole time I was like, okay, I've got to rediscover myself. Yeah. I've, I didn't know if I, ha- I needed to go to college, but I needed to do something and do something that I loved. And right. a lot of my friends, you know, Sal Masquela, mm. all the boys, they were all just like, Dose, Rad dude. this is perfect yeah. for you. Totally. Do no, it. No, it is. Do it. That's, I'm so glad you brought that up because a lot of people... Again, like I think of myself still as a five-year-old and that my parents know everything and they're rad and they're, you know, they're my biggest heroes and Mm -hmm. gurus. And then I've started to realize lately how much like they've instilled in me and I'm so excited to now be my own inspiration. And one of the things that I would say, and I'm not telling you, you know, school's not important. I think education is extremely important. I went to some of the best colleges and, you know, and and, and got um, good scholarships and worked my batootsie off. I think college is bullshit. It's important. But what I was going to say is, is if you want to do something... Don't go to like if you if you want to start Doze Nose, don't go to a podcast school. Start it. Just if, do it. Don't go to baking school if you want to bake. Start I baking. I fuck this thing up if all If you want to make films, time. start making films. Yeah. Grab anybody's cell phone. Seriously, like, do not waste two hundred thousand dollars on a you know learning. No, there's Harvard doctors that can't get jobs right now. Yeah, absolutely. So don't 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 do that. Just follow your passion. Yeah, yeah. and and your little ish yeah. is. Is is what's going to blow up? It's it's just it's fascinating. It's so it special. Is. It's and and you will not even like you'll look back and be like wow. But I'm not saying it doesn't take hard work. Like if you saw everything takes hard work. I do not run around the world in a pink bikini like sipping you are so virgin pina coladas. It's I a joke. Work my. Just trying to sit down with Buns you. Off. You yeah. know, we're good friends and we love hanging out. I'm but flying out tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. You, you've been doing a commercial for what? Yeah, it was rad. Um, well, all these companies are now starting with their story-based marketing, uh-huh. and then they're, it's 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 a blessing for me because I'm not about advertising and I'm not about products and I'm miss, miss you know try to be as much as I can eco. Um, but what's happening is it's specials because big companies are coming to me. This one was for Pelican products, you know, that make the yes. the camera gear, and now they're making their cases out of recycled plastic, which is awesome. Um, and they wanted to come do a day in my life in Hawaii That's and how cool. I live and my parents and sustainability and what, you but know, what we do But that day took like a week to film. But the film. day took a week to film. Um, <laughs> and it was pretty fun. And it was like 15 people and I had to have a, like, I had to have a lifeguard following me around five feet. Can you believe it? I was cracking up. I'm like wading waist deep in the water. But legally, I had to have a lifeguard with me. I was crying. That wasn't even from here. 
Yeah, no, actually they were. They were rad local boys, oh, um, which okay, was cool. awesome. But it was just, and then I fought of a coconut tree. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's fun with the with with representing. You know, I, I grew up uh, with Patagonia, like the Patagonia kids' clothes. That line was developed for me because I didn't have clothes to wear when I was little. Wow. And so I worked with Patagonia to to, to a couple of us first kids um, grew up in the pages of the Patagonia catalog and. Yeah, I've been really thankful. Like I just had my own keen shoe come out and they came and filmed here and and trying to support, mutually support good companies because my Allison's Adventure series doesn't make any money. It's mm-hmm. all not for profit. I offer it free. Now, is is that an online show it's that people online. watch or is like one of the networks going to pick it up? You know, I've kept it. <laughs> if you want the the truth, I've, I've talked with people about uh-huh. it. Um, but usually it's like, well, how can we add like a naked midget and a Kardashian and then we'll set it in Detroit oh and, God. you know, you'll wear stilettos. And I'm like, well, wait, but that's not quite what I'm, you know, I'm trying to change the world here. Um, and I, and so for me, what a blessing. I'm not saying, you know, you should be on social media all the time, but what a blessing that I can at the touch of a finger with coconut Wi-Fi post on Facebook, post on Instagram, change kids mm-hmm. lives change all over the world. So I've just start putting it up for free. Like, that was my dream traveling. I never said, okay, I'm like totally going to start a Facebook series. I would be like, now, so do you excited have sponsors that finance this stuff for you? Um, well, that's, you know, that's what, and, and, and people think I have it, nobody has it all figured out. I don't have it all figured out. I go from, I live from, you know, coconut to granola bar. Um, literal wow, the serving. rain's it's just so beautiful. pouring it's right out the sun. It's so pretty. Setting. Um, no, I live, you know, adventure to adventure and figure it out. I have incredible sponsors. Like I said, Pelican's been amazing. Keen, Patagonia, Odina, the bikinis made out yes. of recycled plastic bottles. Um, we've worked together, you know, as family. So, yes, with their support, it very much helps. Um, Sarah Lee, my photographer, Mark Tipple in Australia, you know, volunteered his time for the Maldives film and filmed mm-hmm. the whole thing. So for me, it's more about how can, what does this village need? How can I help support them? And then they support But do you have filming. somebody that's like paying for your travel? Because you, you're traveling. Your brain's out. My brain's out. And um, if you're focusing on all of this, how are you making it work? You know, Dozer, again, it's like I, I'm telling you, it's, it's moment to moment manifestation, whether it's you got to work your butt off at something, mm-hmm. washing dishes. No, um, you know, making it happen, like sure. making it happen, whether you do a photo shoot um, I don't consider myself a model, but I guess if you look at where I've made most of my income from would be adventure modeling, like for products. I make a lot of money modeling, you know, know. with all this long hair. Pantene is just all over me. All herbal essences. I was thinking, because you make the noises like in the shower. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Everybody else does. I see you more of an herbal essence guy. No, I'm a a Pantene guy. You're a Pantene guy? guy? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, My hair's so silky There's a lot of chemicals in those. Um, Selena Gomez. Yeah. Oh, I can yeah, see that. Yeah. I can see that. That's good. You know, my, I'll let you in on another little secret. And this is not about using people at all. You have to be very careful how you do this around the world. Right. But I grew up in trading societies. Mm-hmm. Like you give me potatoes, I give you a we camel. We live in this society. And we, and, and to me, that's beautiful. It's not that I don't think money, I don't think money's wrong or unimportant. I just, that's how I grew up. So for me, what Allison's Adventures has been a beautiful thing where maybe a village, I'm making this up, maybe a village needs a pelican cooler or a wheelbarrow or a, a shoes for their kids or mm-hmm. something. And so they host me there and I shoot and, and they don't want the money. They can't do anything with it, but they, they want to trade. You know, so it's how can we not use money? I'm not saying airplanes don't cost and, 
and things like that, and I have to always figure it out. Right. Um, but to me, I've literally, like, shoestringed it, like, just mission to change the world full on. I know it sounds cheesy and, like, full Pollyanna, but, you know, I don't drink. I, I know it sounds crazy, and, like, you're interviewing me, and, and you... Um, you probably want more nitty gritty, but I kind of am like, I laugh, I giggle, I wear a pink bikini. I'm just like you. I'm kind of what you get, you know? Like, yeah. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I never have. I'm an endangered species. Um, well, it's you know, strange. You know, That's there's, just me. There are some, <laughs> some websites and stuff out there where, I'm sure you already know about this, where you can set up a, a donation type thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so you show yourself and what you're about. And you find other people that are like-minded, like oh. yourself. Brad Pitt. We're going to get it. It's going to happen one day. Uh, yeah. Don't worry. And, <laughs> and, you know, hey, you're if you're interested in what I'm doing hmm. and you want to see a change and, and help me right. get out there and make a change, and you're making a change by helping me get out there and make the change. Oh. Maybe you work a nine-to-five job. You can't leave. Right. But you're really interested in what I'm doing. Hmm. Um, donate to this. And there's, oh. there's so many different sites like that. It's pretty friggin' cool. Uh, people were that. hitting me up with my podcast here. Wow. They were like, Doze, this is a great way for you to finance, finance. your podcast. Wow. People want to hear you talking to all these people. Yeah. Okay, so wow. if they're so interested in that, set up a deal. They can donate right. and help you, you know, travel to Oahu, travel to L.A. Um, yeah, source it. Source it out. No, that's amazing. Yeah. No, I definitely, I raised like um, like $12,000. I did a school tour. I don't want schools to pay me to come mm -hmm. educate them. I think, you know, they have enough on their hands. So I did. I did a crowdfunding. I did that. I went across Arizona, California, Colorado. Um, crowdfunding is a lot of work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Um, but, you know, I've been blessed lately. Like the Australian Open of Surfing. I know you were just in Australia. Yeah. Um, flew me down. Amazing. I got to be the broadcast girl for the Fox Sports, you know, get to Sweet. see Australia. And the beauty is they wanted it Allison's Adventures. They wanted it through the lens of, of sustainability. So I think that would be my advice to anyone out there. Like if I was told, I can't even tell you how many times growing up I was the weird kid. I was too smiley. Why was I wearing pink? No, you are the weird well, kid. I'm totally the weird kid. But be <laughs> that weird kid because it's going to come it. around and you're going to find a niche. And yes, I'm Disney. And yes, I'm out there and giggly and funny and whatever. And Monty Th Python, you know, meets Disney. Sure. But that's that's like I'm, I'm owning it now. And I'm so like proud of what I've accomplished and thankful to my parents and like people like you. You know, like you believed in me. Like I remember once for an Allison's Adventure, I needed I needed you to help me get Kelly Slater. Signature for yeah, something. I remember that. And I'll never forget that. Like the kindness of people, because I was young and nervous and oh my gosh, and you know, maybe this will go somewhere and I need this signature. And like, I, you know, I'm lucky to have an Ohana and I think it's growing yeah. that. Well, we all love you. That, oh, I love you too. And it's just like, it changes my life when people like you come into it and really step up and go, I'm going to help you. Like, I see an island girl going somewhere and I'm going to call the best surfer in the world and make him walk down to the banyan tree inside this paper. I was like, what? <laughs> That's nuts. Thank you so much. Um, well, I know he was he was really, really stoked. Yeah, he's, oh, he's such a special person. He you know? is. He's an incredible human being. Amazing. Like, he was very, very, very inspirational to me at Tavarua when I saw him surfing. And and I think that was what, I, what I'd tell people is like, you don't, you can change the world by literally walking into someone's life and helping them. Because the, the more you give, the more you're going to actually be happier. Mm -hmm. And I, it takes sometimes a while to realize that. 
Because you think like, oh, I don't. What what's Slater gonna think if I? You know, you could you could go that direction, or you could help. Yeah. And and you know, you never know what will happen when you help someone because karma is a, a a magical, mysterious thing. What well, goes around comes around for sure. Absolutely. I truly believe it could in be that. really, really good, or it could be a motherfucker. It could be. Oh yeah. yeah. No, people are watching. You know, how they always say like, why do good things happen to bad people? Yeah. You, you watch in the end, nice guys don't not finish last. They don't. I know. They really don't. I've seen it in the entertainment industry. Um, I can tell so that's you. That's why I'm at the bottom. Because I'm such a nice guy. You're not at the bottom. Oh, yeah. You're I'm, killing it. I'm totally kidding. You're killing it. <laughs> and you're nice. Fun. Like, combine it all, you know? And, and, and just, just, just live. So, the what life about you? you? Okay. Okay. What about me? Allison. Yeah. You are this gorgeous woman. Oh, gosh. You're Gosh. traveling all over the world. What yeah. about your love life? <laughs> I never see you have a boyfriend. I told you, I'm waiting for Brad Pitt. He's gonna, it's gonna happen. Okay. He's kind of got too many kids now, though, huh? He's got a lot of kids. He He's, does. There's a lot They'd of They'd be hard there. to travel with. Although the private Not jet. Not with his money. Private hot air balloon? That'd be more my ah. style. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so Brad Pitt, yeah. No, 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 jokes aside. Um, God, I don't even have time to brush my own hair. You know, it's been interesting for me um, because... I am this, observing myself, I don't know how people observe me. I'm a funny combination between, like, adventure girl and, like, pink, you know. I, t- I try to keep the femininity in adventure, but at the same time, I'm running a total one-woman show. Like, mm-hmm. my social media, my editing of my films, my directing of my films, my stuff, everything. I do it. There's nobody in the business that just kind of gets you. You guys get each other. And well, when you're hanging out with, like, tribes in the middle of nowhere, you're not exactly... <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. marry a headhunter. Um, that's not not quite my flavor. Um, but, you know, I haven't... I've never been the girl, like, focused on the guy. It's always uh-huh. like, what's the next adventure? How can I change the world here? Can I? So I think... Because relationships, to me, are serious. Like, if you're in sure. it, like, you got to put 100% and you got to be there. Um, I don't know that many people that do what I do. I mean, do you know people that do what I do? No, you're one of the hardest working women I, I know. I don't know. I don't, if you yeah. find me one, does or send them my way. I would love to uh, to find someone that, you know, meshes with... It sounds funny uh-huh. because you'd think, oh, yeah, everybody does, but... A guy that loves to travel, loves to surf, has a brain, <laughs> um, and, you know, wants to make a difference in the world, and, mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't have to be a filmmaker or a photographer, you know, be in that, but, but cares about it, you'd be surprised. Like, it's, a, it's an interesting combination to find. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely either found, like, the very smart... I'm not trying to call myself very smart, but I'm kind of a nerd, like, stuck in a surfer girl's body. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I get in there and do all kinds of nerdy stuff. And um, I, I know that. I, I'm, like, a total nerd. Uh, so that's that's a fun combo. But I think it's just another chapter that has to come along. What about babies? Oh, Lord. You want babies? My parents. I got big flip-flops to fill, man. They've, uh, yeah. they've, <laughs> they've, they've definitely paved a life... They've literally given me the world, you know, so to say. Were you, are you just a totally only child? Oh, God. Totally. Can't you tell? Ah! Yeah. Um, no, I'm an only child. But, but again, I have sisters and brothers not blood-related all over sure. the world. I have a sure. whole family in Bali and, you know, grew up right near the monkey forest before there was even houses there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be amazing to have a family and pass on, quote, the traditions that... 
it's so fun. Like right now, I can't even think. Like the thought of a kid. Like holy cow, I can't even carry my surfboard. Even no. Let alone like I don't know how my mom. I'm falling did out it. of fucking coconut trees. Falling out like me? I would drop the kid and like drop Kissing the coconut. Cobras. Oh my god, it's crazy. But ah. I do think that travel with kids is the most incredible experiential education you can offer anyone. Yeah. And I think if we could raise more kids like that, it would be amazing. But I think finding like the right guy <laughs> for sure. Um, you know, I'm a big package in a great, I think hopefully in a great way. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I definitely uh, have have a big dreams. Mm-hmm. And I think that you have to find people that also have big dreams and big inspiration. And then once you get there and you accomplish your dreams, then you can be like, okay, how do we instill this in our kids so they can accomplish dreams that'll save the world? And that's, wow, it's a lot. I don't know, man. I mean. Yeah, me, nobody's asked you a question like that. Huh? They need like. Should we find like match.com for crazy event? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. I'm sure just type is. in the like. No, no, Do you no. ever get on those dating sites you like know, Tinder and, or no, anything? No, and like that's that? the other thing. Like, I'm not putting down people who do plenty at of fish. all. Yeah, plenty of mermaids. Um, I'm not putting down people at all that do. I understand like how our society has gotten, but how sad is it that our society has gotten to the point where we don't even have time to like meet people? Yeah, I think the dating app sucks. I can't go you there. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's so wrong. Tinder bender. I've it's heard of so that. it's actually it's so wrong because you know it's not like the old days. You do, you you go out there and you meet somebody in a grocery store or a coffee totally. shop, and you're just like connect. Ah, you, you connect. connect. You totally connect. Yeah. No, I, you yeah. go on a date. You go to the movies. <gasps> you hold hands. You <gasps> hold hands. You yeah. know, nowadays you freaking meet somebody on Tinder. You text for a couple of days, <laughs> then you meet them and you're boning them. Totally. You know, it's just totally. like whoa. Totally. Well, and I think what's interesting for me, um, I I'm not maybe self-aware to the point where everybody sees it, but like. I think it's funny because people look at, oh, I have a bikini and I do this modeling stuff and I have this series, but we can be just as, um, not the, not lonely is not the right word. Um, mm-hmm. We can be just, at, we're normal. Like we're just the same. I'm just the same as everybody else, you know, yeah. and all the, the other people that I've met, like pro surfer girls and, you know, we, we still have the same, you may have a big following virtually, but what about like in person, you mm-hmm. know, like you want to be loved for who you are, not because you had the highest rated show on Discovery or because you, you know, did X, Y, Z. Um, so it's finding that balance between somebody like for me as a guy that will support my dreams, mm-hmm. but also not want me for it. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of? absolutely. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a fine line. Um, and I don't drink and that's a kind of a, a, a the what surf type world. of music do you listen to? Ooh. Like island reggae, man. No, um. I could see his reggae girl. No, my gosh. I don't know. Gosh. Um, 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 um. Bollywood, uh, maybe. Bollywood? Yeah. <laughs> I love Bollywood. <laughs> like the super <laughs> cheesy romance videos. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's wild. I, I. I always say, like, you don't know what you like. You like what you know. When you travel through foreign countries, like, you know, you'll be on a bus and they'll have a Rihanna, like, umbrella remix sung uh-huh. by, like, some Bollywood. D- and you start singing and you're, like, humming it. And, you know, that's when you get stuck <laughs> yeah. in your head. So I don't even know music. Somebody introduced me to Spotify the other day. I was like, well, this is oh, the I best creation since sliced bread. Um, so, you know, to paint a picture of my life, I mean, 
I ain't no celebrity like way up there, but I definitely know what it feels like to just mm. keep going. And, you know, you got to stay close to as many friends as you can and connections. And But I'm taking it as a blessing right now because when it sure. slows down, then you'll be like, oh, I wish that was happening. Um, so, yeah, you know, human connections are important, but I think the right person and the right music will come along when it's <laughs> what it's supposed to. I love, you know, my favorite thing would be to like cruise out with Bretta is when he was uh, gracing our presence here and just like hear ukulele. I grew up as a. Oh, my God. Him sitting right dancer. here where oh, we're sitting right gosh. now. It would give me chills. Oh, as the sun setting. A little somewhere over Thank the Thank God it's getting a little bit darker. I can't really see your ear anymore. I know. Is, uh, am I less, <laughs> less terrifying to the masses? so bust up. We definitely got to show a picture of that on my website. Oh, I have. I have one. Yeah. Somebody snapped it when I was like gushing. Because people are going to be like, oh, my God. That's gnarly. I gotta see that. That's gnarly. No, yeah. it's you gotta. You just gotta. We'll we'll do going. a little warning beforehand. Yeah, this this <laughs> naked and graphic content. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's so funny. Yeah, I sometimes start to feel like I have like personality like disorder. You know, like I'm like I'm a filmmaker. No, I'm a surfer. No, I'm a bikini mutton. No, I'm a daughter. No, I'm an adventurer. <laughs> right. No, I'm Dozer's friend. I'm a Big Island girl. I'm a Colorado. You know, I'm from sure. the Rocky Mountains. So. Um, a lot of people sometimes come to me, you know, and, and what I say, cause they notice that I wear many coconut hats and mm -hmm. they go, you know, how do you do it all? What do you focus on? Like, I want to do so many things and I get scattered. And I think my answer to that would be like, be scattered. Like if you're good at hunting and you're good at producing shows and you're good at doing does nose, like do it all. Sure. Cause you're blessed to have all that. And something, you know, some pot's going to boil. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's kind of where my blessing was, was just put your nose to the grind, work really hard. But see, I love what I do. There's a difference. Like, I'm not working my ass off to get to an end. You're just you enjoy making yourself the, happy. The journey, yeah. yeah. Enjoy the journey. Absolutely. You have to enjoy the journey. You can't... You made some incredible tea. This stuff is awesome. Hippie tea. Loving it. Dandelion root. It's like fake coffee. Huh. With a little honey and milk. Heck yeah. Coconut milk. Got the honey. Stuff. Local bees. Got you hooked up. We got you hooked up. I'm so hooked up. No, it's it's uh it's important to keep your body, your body nourished and uh, and natural, all natural. Well, you guys got so many good things around here. You've got every kind of fruit tree growing. I would pick you a coconut, but I ain't going back up in that. <laughs> oh come on, please. In that tree. <laughs> I'll, I'll catch you if you fall. We have papaya, yeah, star fruit, <laughs> mangoes, mangoes. Yeah, um, your kitchen's loaded. Amazing mangoes. Mountains um, of them fish out there Yummy. all kinds of fun early fun stuff so, actually if you guys want to check it out i did a really cool video on hawaii i don't are you in it i don't know if you are it's called no. wild child no about all the great people that trained me here for no, naked I and was, afraid i was not I you were out of town during that adventure i don't know you're an important guy what's going on i need to be in the next one okay no. okay that's it'll 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 happen. <laughs> You'll be our shaman. What's your wisdom? Oh, uh, I have no wisdom. You have no wisdom. I have no wisdom. Yeah. So, um, where you know, what's your favorite place that you've been to? You've been to so many places. Home you know sweet how Hawaii. Many? <laughs> yeah, it's, I it's, say the same it's thing. It's pretty special. I love traveling. I can't wait to come home. To, well, I can't wait to get on the plane and get out there. But yep. as soon as I'm out there, I'm also like, oh, my God, I can't so wait to, ready come, to home. come home. Especially a couple of nights away. That's all it takes. Yep. Not being in your own bed, yep. your own pillow, the oh, side my of own the hammock. bed where you sleep. <laughs> I never really exactly. had my own bed or a closet. Um, yeah, I mean, I've lived out of a 
of a suitcase my entire life because even our home here is a retreat center so it comes and people rent it out and so I'm always playing you know musical hammocks I call it um, you know I'll, what I'll What's tell your you is favorite place in terms of places it's not a favorite it's what they're like kind of quote good for what I love them for like Bali culture and food is amazing mm-hmm. Indonesia um, India the sights the smells the animals the smells wild um, Nepal yeah. the trekking and the in the Himalayas mm-hmm. and it's just it's totally majestic um something to experience um morocco like the magic that right. was fascinating to me fiji um the waves but i i really love tavarua that's my like cloud break i, I have to say is my favorite break in the entire world and i just feel so special to be able to go there um amazing community yeah you that's a, that's a very special spot uh where else do we have um, How many countries have you been to? Oh, have you kept you track? You know, it's funny. I never thought of it. And then when the news, you know, they start out, they want the numbers. Sure, like, absolutely. So I was like writing it all down. I think it came out to like 45 or That's something a lot of like countries. that. Um, yeah, it was pretty, it was, it's pretty crazy. You know, what was actually amazing was Israel and I even surfed there. Um, mm. That was a trip. I haven't, I haven't been over there. Super wild. Like if you ever get a chance to go to Jerusalem, I've, you know, I've been raised a, a, a woman of the world in terms of religion. And so mm-hmm. it's a trip to see where it, it all kind of comes together. Yeah. Um, that was an experience. Whoa. Really crazy. Like Now you're leaving tomorrow. Yeah. Where are you going? Indonesia. Are you really? Where, Bali? You know what I'm doing? I am going to Bali briefly, but I figured um, since I'm on the whole plastic pollution, um, you know, cause here... There's so many, there's 13, over 13,000 islands in, mm-hmm. in Indonesia, yeah. and everybody focuses on Bali. I'm like, what about the other ones? So I'm going to some of the outer islands to check out what's going on there in terms of plastic pollution. Bali, Bali just has a magical thing it does. to it. It really does. It's so. the only Hindu, Hindu island. island. And, yep. you know, it seems like it gets more rain than the other islands. Yep. Um, it's just something about that island. Yep. Some of them are more deserty. Yep. Some of them are. Super jungly. Oh, it's totally magical. Bali will always be yeah. my second home and always be magical. But I also feel like there's a lot of work that needs to be done on the other islands. Um, Tons of work. With marine, you know, marine survival um, or and just getting clean, survival. fresh water to the people. There's so much work that needs to be so done. So much work. Yeah, so much work. So this is going to be a, a trip to some of the outer islands. Um, and hopefully I'll be able to surf even though I look like Frankenstein right now. It's that time of year. Yeah, I, don't, I know. I know. I checked the surf report this morning. It says Uluwatu, 29 feet. And I'm like, yeah, what? my ear is not going to like that very much. Oh, my God. Um, but Have yeah, you ever towed I, in? Uh, I tried. But Dylan was helping me try at Cloudbreak. It was hilarious. Um, I wasn't very, very, uh, we kept mistiming it. Yeah. You know, no, I've always been kind of old school. I mean, I'm going to say I love big waves. I'm not, you know. I've surfed with you. Not even uh, near. Some pretty good sized days. Yeah. I, mean, I was I'm pretty not, impressed I'm, with you. I will thank you. I'm you not. You and your pink board. Those pro big wave riders, but it is my, lo- like, that's my passion. And that's what I would keep chasing if, if, uh, if my body will, will keep doing it. If I don't yeah. fall out of keep code. Yeah, that's my well, love. Well, you're, you're in great shape. Um, oh, thank you. You know, I, it looks like you do yoga every day. Ha. <laughs> Probably not. My mom's um, actually <laughs> one of the most world-renowned yoga teachers, and I have to rebel. You know, i got to rebel against what your mom does. Sure. Honestly, I think yoga is a lifestyle. Yeah. So I think yoga is how you walk and talk and surf. And um, do I do a morning practice? No. Do I surf and, and stretch? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's how you live, too. Like, 
Like, for example, my boards are made out of recycled coffee cups and plant resin. And they're not just weird, like, shaped in the backyard. They're actually, like, made by Lost, which is one of the biggest surfboard mm. companies ever. And it's just been so wonderful to work with, like, these big companies and see them going green and really caring and getting to go in there and hand shape them with Matt and Ryder and his daughter paints beautiful, you know, Ryder's an amazing artist. So, so cool. really creating a whole like Ohana and, and bringing it back to like, you could say yoga is a lifestyle. You could say just caring is a lifestyle. Like, you know, it's how you go through your everyday life. Um, so pretty much surfing. That's, that's surfing, your Surfing, man. That's, my that's how you stay ripped. That's my fault. Oh God. That's how I get ripped up on the reef and stay ripped. Uh, <laughs> surfing, swimming. That's kind of my thing with a lot of people. Like, why do you stay? What's your workout? You got to stay in shape. Like, I call the gym the hamster wheel. I just can't handle the hamster wheel. You know, like, you go yeah. around and around and around. Um, I think if you love to do something, go do it, and suddenly you'll be in shape. Yeah. Not video game. Oh, I guess your thumbs would get in good shape. But if, <laughs> if you love to do something outside, whether it's surfing or... As my son sits over here and he's playing, playing video, video games the That's whole okay. time. There's a time for everything. Yeah. But even cleaning the house. I mean, there's so many things that, you know, people think, oh, I have to eat. Like, I never think about what I eat. I eat well and I eat healthy and I eat a lot. And I just kind of, I live in a, what my body's craving. So my advice in terms of health and, and happiness in that realm is like, let's say you feel like you have an addiction to something that's not good for you, like fried food or potato chips or mm -hmm. candy. Or if you stop eating it for a month maybe less, you will not crave it, and you won't eat it. It's a trip. Yeah, I was pretty much living in a meat pie for a month. Interesting. In Australia. Oh, God. Those things are so good. The pies. <laughs> I became a meat pie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> the bacon and steak and cheese oh, meat and pie. Oh, and travel. You know, travel, you got to eat what there is, and if they oh, serve yeah. you a guinea pig, you know, on their... On a plot. I remember we went to I this. I ate some kangaroo. Ew. Isn't, isn't it? It's actually so really good, good for you. Yeah. It's so good. They sell it in grocery stores. It's supposed to be like the most sustainable meat in the world and or something like so that. And it's so lean. So good. Yeah, it's so good. I had that once. I'll never forget. We were in this one village when I was little. And we had come there and given them a Frisbee at one point, thinking they'd like to play with it. Uh -huh. And we came back a few years later, and they served us this their prized guinea pig that they'd been fattening up on this Frisbee. <laughs> and it was their, like, you know. You thought it was like a dinner their plate. Their dinner plate. And they <laughs> loved it, and they'd kept it and kept it shined and beautiful. And You know, so life's all about just perspective. And I think, you know, with the thing with food and with health is you got to, you, you know if you're eating healthy and good and you know, you kind of know what you're supposed to do. Sometimes you just don't do it. Mm -hmm. And you, you, if it's hard for you, stay committed and you'll get so rewarded. Yeah. Find something every day. Get outside. Like nature will fuel the soul and Absolutely. you'll get addicted to doing whatever you do. Like I can't not surf. I have yeah. to. Now, are you going with a group of people to Indo or are you just going solo? Sarah Lee, um, my you're photographer right. who's from here, she's amazing. And... Um, we're going with, yeah. Uh, uh, um, Stop from, playing with your hair. Put your oh, face back to the Oh, mic. gosh. Okay. Um, <laughs> and now I keep touching my head and, and uh, wondering if it's still there. Uh, it is, it, right? This is, this is tough. You know, we're, we're 
we're here naked and you're all playing with your hair. I know, I know. It's bad. This yeah. is this is what happens after you do a it's naked discovery show. You bad just, news. Oh gosh, no! Oh I'm done God. being the naked girl. Um, <laughs> um, that is so funny. <laughs> That's why it's a it's not a video podcast. You should do a video for some of these. Yeah, that would I'm be, going to. Yeah, that'd yeah, be cool. Absolutely. You can you can have them posted. Um, no, but it, it's special. I'm excited to go back to Indonesia. I grew up there. I used to be a legong dancer, like a Balinese dancer. Uh-huh. Um, so I get to go back and, and you know, remember the language. And um, I worked, last time I really lived there, I worked on Eat, Pray, Love, um, the film. And got sure. to be assistant director. Oh, gosh, that's a funny story. So I told the villagers growing <laughs> up in Bali that they love Julia Roberts. They'd watch her in movies, you know, mm-hmm. with wild She's subtitles. She's such a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart. And so um, they always told me, you bring Julia Roberts here, you know, to buy our Buddhas because they make car Buddhas. And, <laughs> and as a joke, I always told them, oh, yeah, don't worry. One day I'll bring her back. And then one day I literally march into the village with Julia Roberts and their jaws, like, drop 20 feet and they she uh-huh. buys their Buddhas. And they just thought, like... Oh man, it was so funny. So that was a cool. Yeah, you were just like a very cool experience. Man. Yeah, it was yeah. beautiful. It was a very. It was pretty. Well, she's she's such a sweetheart. Yes. Uh, me and her have the same birthday. Uh, I'm just a year older than her. So she's the American sweetheart, and you're the other one because you have the long hair. So you're like American sweetheart number two. Uh, Why? I'm, I'm the original one. Like you're I said, I'm, an, I'm a year older than her. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Maybe you guys are like separated at birth. Maybe you're mm. actually twins. No, no. no. But no. we do wish each other a happy birthday it. on our birthdays. Oh, yeah, because she's a Tabarua. Yeah. Tabarua girl. Yeah, she's a, a total. I'm to try and get her on this podcast when I go her to Her husband's LA. a wonderful surfer. and Danny Motor. They're awesome such, dude. Super cool. Such a great family. It was really inspiring to see her, you know. Um, not that I'm anywhere near or will ever be her fame level, but if I had a family, just watching how she balanced it and she's a and really really good she's mom. a really good mom and seeing her there with the kids and i was like wow that's that's really special um it's so cool to see her doing it and 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 being able to pull off what she pulls off and you know and that's what i'd say to anyone like if you you know she follows her passion she doesn't even let anybody tell her like oh you're too this to do this or to that like her and meryl streep and like they're just paving the way for mm. women all over are you uh, political at all? <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to move if Trump gets elected. But okay. other well, than that, what about if Hillary gets elected? Girl in the White House. Um, well, it's not it's just about a girl, and I'm, I'm <laughs> totally for. If she wears a pink bikini, does her? I am all about it. Well, I'm to- I'm totally for a woman in the White House. Okay. Okay. I'm not. I'm not against that at all. It's got to be the right one, and mm-hmm. Hillary is not. Whether she's a man or a woman, mm-hmm. she's the wrong person yeah. to be in the White House. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, again, I've been out of the country for the past yeah. few months, so I haven't kept up on all this, but it's blown my mind watching, uh, um, like, the Trump clips online and we, just, like... We're a fucking reality TV show. Well, America and, is. you know, a lot of people around the world when I'm traveling, like, all they see is what, you know, we put out there, and it's sure. just... It's, um... I was in Fiji... I'm not saying Obama good or bad or, you know, I, I'm not, I don't want to, that's not what I want to get into. But I just remember being in Fiji when Obama got elected and just because he had darker skin color, every Fijian started crying yeah. and so happy and it started bringing the world, you know, people, I travel a lot and not yeah. everybody sees what goes on and it's a big world out there and it's important that we keep unity. Like yeah. it's super important. I agree. I agree. It's super but important. <clears throat> we got to get some, some. 
good people. Dozer for president. No, not even. No? Nah. Not going to do it? Nah, Come on. Even, Why even. not? Not even close. Um, so, Why not? <laughs> Allison, where can we find you? <laughs> well, I don't have an you know, address. There's a, there's a lot of people. Second coconut tree to the right. No, seriously. It was like go down the road, the Is windy road. When you get down to the ocean, the road's going to split in three. We don't have an turn address. Turn right on the dirt road. Yeah. Go past the big banyan tree on your right. <laughs> then there's a papaya. As soon as you get to the ocean, hang a right. There's going to be a wooden gate right there. Just go through that. Boom. And there you are coming down out of this holly. Isn't it funny? To come greet us. We're just like, ah, oh, we're in heaven. How funny, right? Yeah. <clears throat> it's hilarious. Like UPS and FedEx just knows us. And so we have to yeah. put, you know, it's it's pretty funny. We're, we're way out here. Um, but finding me virtually. And, you know, I've started to do a lot of like Facebook live videos. I think it's really fun because I can mm-hmm. actually show you in the moment. I have to. Isn't it cool? Like it's you can, super fun. You can see where we are. I wanted to do one when I fell from the tree so you could actually see how gnarly, but I wasn't in any shape to uh, to do that. But I'm hoping to do that in Indonesia and bring you to like to the spot. We'll see how the bandwidth, the coconut Wi-Fi works. Um, yeah. But Allison's Adventures, 1L. I know it's cheesy, but true. Allison's Adventures, A-L-I-S-O-N-S Adventures, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Tweet a um, no, no, Tumblr website. You can yeah. watch everything for free. There's lots of naked pictures of Dozer. Huh. Uh, just kidding. No, there um, are. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe yeah. not on your site, but yeah. on a lot of other sites. <laughs> a lot of other sites. And phones. Um, no, but yeah. you know, it's cool. Like, you can message me. Like, I'm I'm here. I'm real. I can talk to you. I can... I can uh, and you'll tweet back to people and... Heck yeah. And, and if I don't, it's nothing personal. It usually means I'm either underwater or up in a tree. Um... And you know, I just have to keep keep up. It's only me, so I I do everything. And or I, out of the country. Yeah, or out of the country in 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 a wild in a wild location. But yeah, it's super fun. This whole world of, you know, before if you wanted to have a TV show or do anything to change the world through media, you had to go with Fox or CBS. Or, you know, you had to have a network. And now right. you can have Doe's Nose and be changing the world. Exactly. It's pretty cool. Well, let's hope that we can try and change the world with what we're doing. Yeah. And at least make an impact. An impact. That's all. You it know, doesn't have to be a hundred percent. No, you know, it, as long as we can make an impact out there, and g- may, if we get one person, Brad to, Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Brad Pitt. Oh my God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. To, He's been our know, family joke forever. To you know, try and you know help save the planet or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've succeeded. Heck so. yeah. Starting with, you know, your community and building out. Yeah. That's why us big islanders got to stick together. And my pigeon no good because I want Howley Girl with a head injury. I'm so Howley. It's so bad. I didn't know I was growing up, though, because, like, you know, I was a little hula girl. And I look back at pictures and they'll be like, local girl, local girl, blonde pigtails, local girl, local girl. It's (laughs) really funny. So (laughs) I just uh, do my best to blend But living out here in the middle of nowhere... It was gnarly. I yeah. was the Howley. They had hate Howley Day, and you know oh, they tried to beat me up. up well it was it was very. It's not a good, great place to be white. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's changing. And but here it was. It's true Hawaii, where we're at right here. Well, you know what I have to say was Big really difference. special for me is naked and afraid brought me. I blew my mind. I thought people were going to make so much fun of me, and I came home and got so many like way to represent Hawaii kudos from so many wonderful local families. Yeah. Um, and it was, it, it really like changed. Yeah. It was special. Just, you know, fishermen growing up here that trained me how to fish and they were just so proud that their stuff got to be, you know, 
on yeah. national TV. And well, you know, the, you've, you've said a few times, I don't want to be known as the naked girl. Yeah. But, you know, it is something. It's a, part, it's a chapter of your life. Oh, it's, yeah. It's something that's, that's always going to be there. Totally. Work off of it. Um, one of my guests a couple of weeks ago was uh, Niccolo Porcella. And, you know, Niccolo is, he's famous for that gnarly ass wipeout at Chopu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before that, people didn't know who the fuck this guy was. Right. And so he had that wipeout. Then he had another one at Jaws. Well, guess what? That was able to bring out everything else. About him. About him. Right. All of a sudden, his cliff jumping, his base jumping, his wingsuits, everything else, kite surfing. Right. This guy's radical. Radical. I know he's amazing. He's I remember so radical. To One of the fittest guys I know. with him. Really, really fantastic guy. And he embraces that. And he's like, you know what? It's not the way I would have wanted it to go, but yep. everything happens for a reason. Right. How's that for a lesson? And boom. Yeah. And now I embrace it. I love it. I'm Thank God that happened because right. now everybody else gets to see everything else. Turn everything bad into good. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's true. Like, if something majorly bad happens in your life, like, try to look for that silver lining of what is going to come out of this. Mm-hmm. And and hindsight's always twenty twenty. Like, how do you, how often do you look back and be like, oh, my God, I lost my job, but thank God, because then I got to go backpack Europe and I met, you know, Brad Pitt, and now we're married and live happily. And, <laughs> you, you and Brad Pitt. Do you know what I mean? Like you know that, I look like Brad Pitt. I, I, you legend, know, the river kind of runs, legends of the fall, of the river. Fall, I, river I, I see yeah. it, Dozer. I see it. It must oh, be yeah. reincarnate. Oh, um, no, I, I joke around about about that a lot, but <laughs> but no, it is amazing what you can turn bad into good and try to look at it that way, because you know you are what you are you you what you put out there you're gonna get back and, exactly. And if you wallow in like oh what's so horrible about everything then, um, but but let yourself feel you don't have to walk around being like ultra peppy all the time just to keep everything going. You're peppy all the time. I know. It's funny. People think I'm on something. I'm like, I've never been high in my life. They're like, you're high on life. I'm like, yeah. You never smoked weed? <laughs> no. Never? No. I'm an endangered species on this island, eh? Ah. Wild, huh? I love it. It's but awesome. It, it's not a... Yeah, it's just not a... I guess I just am high on life. I mean, if you want to get real deep, what I'd let you in on my secret in that realm is... Hmm, how do I say this? I think that we have a direct pipeline or channel that uh-huh. whether you want to envision it coming out of our heads or, you know, just metaphorically, um, we have some sort of connection with a greater power universe, something out there, right? Right. And I, my thoughts are that drugs and alcohol and all that clog it. Uh-huh. It doesn't mean it's bad. And if you wanted, I'm not judging in the least. I'm usually seemingly the drunkest person at the party. Um, you know, I love to go out and be with friends and have fun and dance. And I'm not, I'm not a judger against it. I just personally, like, time tested and approved when mm. I don't clog those channels with anything. Crazy miracles can happen. And yeah. you'll be higher than a kite than you could ever be on drugs and alcohol or anything like that. That's my That's thoughts. Cool. And and try it. You know, maybe it doesn't work for you. I'm not saying, you know, some of the most creative people in the world have come up with their most amazing ideas, Absolutely. you know, stoned out of their minds. And that's that's fine. I just personally, I've, yeah, I just watched it and it's it's wild. Good for you. Try it. You know, you never know. Well, don't tell me to try it. I, I don't smoke weed. You don't? So. Okay. <laughs> Everybody looks at me and they're like, God, this no, is No, I don't know. I, don't, I guess Big Island, you kind of just assume. You that, just assume. Um, 
But no, it, it brings a certain clarity, and I really think there's a a karma with that. I I can't quite describe it. It's just kind of this feeling, and and it just clogs that manifestation channel. So if you really want to go for those dreams and what you're doing, I think it's deeper than just like oh, people who are stoned or bored and don't get shit done. Like that's not. It's it's way bigger picture. Yeah, it's bigger picture than that. Teach his own. I have a lot of friends that burn. I yeah. used to I used to smoke weed. Um, I just don't anymore. I chose not to. Yeah. And, huh. and I have nothing against anybody else that does it either. Right. So. No, it's it's every man to himself. You kind of have to find, I think, what works for you. Like there's shamans that do ayahuasca and peyote and they feel like that makes their vision stronger and there's shamans that don't. And they have just as clear a, a visions and, you know, some chew coca leaves, some don't. I, I eat think mushrooms. Eat mushrooms, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but how crazy, like how cool would it be to know you're completely clear of head and you're still connected with whatever that is? That's, that is when the true magic happens. Absolutely. And that is what I've somehow figured out, like how to clock, you know, um, touch into. And yeah, it's just, it's pretty mind blowing. Like, well, the magic was um, having you on the show here. You're such a sweetheart. Like we should have the little Disney-like theme song come in. Oh, yeah. You haven't even heard my theme song yet. You have a theme song? Oh, it's, no way. it's so good. I'm not cool enough to have a theme song. It's so good. Not cool enough to have a... Darn it, I want a theme song. Where'd you get it? <laughs> my friend Kelly James did it for me. You know Kelly? Yeah. Did you know that I directed his first music video? No. You've got to be kidding me. No way. Yep. That's awesome. Kelly's my boy. He. Uh, what? I when, when I decided to do the podcast, he's like, dude, I have to do your song for I think we're speaking of me. the same person. Yeah. That is a trade. You know the one with the fire dancer? No. Did you ever see it? No. Holy Toledo. It is really a small world, and he's not even from Hawaii. No. He's so wow. awesome. Wow. That is a trip. Love that guy. That is really funny. Yeah, so you're going to have to listen to that song now. I'm going to have to show you the pictures. <coughs> I can't wait. That is I can't too, wait to show him those pictures. That is too funny. Yeah, he'll be until <laughs> the wild girl that I was the first person to ever get fire to be shot on a USC soundstage inside of it for him. Wow. And we almost like burned down the whole school, but... um. <laughs> but, it, but it worked out somehow. Well, he's so cool. He just had a, an, a baby, another what? baby, yeah. God, it's been years. Holy cow. Yeah, he's, he's super stoked. He's going to come over here this fall. We might do a little concert tour with him. He was awesome. We got him up on stage with G-Love. No Did a couple way. of shows. I yeah. think we're talking about the same person. We'll have to compare our Yeah, our there's Kelly, only one then, Kelly James. Yeah, that's a wild. Yeah. G-Love rocks. That was fun to see him here. It's so cool to see you bringing all these great... Musicians to ah, the well, they're just to the friends, yeah. and they want to come over and visit. And since they're coming over here and visit, let's make some music. Heck yeah! Yeah, super fun. I want a theme song. Okay, we're gonna work you on that. I want a theme song. I want a, <laughs> I want a theme song. That's wild. We'll totally have Kelly do your theme song. That would be amazing. You don't want me to do one? No. no. Yeah. It's going to be bad, trust me. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Oh, God. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, you can sing for it. Yeah, no. No. You could do the lip syncing. We'll have the music. Yeah, the I, can do, I definitely do that. Do the lip syncing. Yeah. All right, cool. You could so. be my new coconut tree stunt double, too. I think your hair will match because I ain't climbing those things no more. <laughs> I'll, I'll just be there to catch you I when you fall. I should have called you. Oh, well, thanks, Dozer. This has been just like too much fun. It's uh, It's been a blast. I know you need to go back to bed. I am going to bed. I have to get 
to bed and to my flight. And we're sitting here in the pitch black dark right now with microphones through our faces. totally dark. I can't even see your face. I know. This is kind of funny. Yeah. It is really funny. It's this pretty. Is not something you do every day. Yeah. Um, the rain <laughs> stopped and yeah, yeah it's yeah. nice. It's really awesome. It's beautiful. You can see the ocean and it's all kind of calm and, ah, uh, I'm going to miss home, but. Well, you're going to have fun. Make sure you bring me something back. Okay. Allison, okay. I love you. Thank you so much Bring for being on the show. Trash. <laughs> yeah, I want to do another episode with you and catch up. Yeah, let's and, do it. We'll figure out. See, you know what what's happened. Next. What's what happened over there? Yeah, no, you know be all fun. the all this stuff. Maybe we get that little thing set up for you where people start funding you. It's a fund me account type thing. How fun would that fun? How fun would that be? Fun. That would be yeah. really fun. So um, look for no, an Allison it. Adventures Fund Me. Yeah, I account. have a GoFundMe on my website yeah, that people me. can actually. Gosh, if you guys want to donate, donate, that'd be amazing. Every single bit goes into making the movies that change the world. I just premiered my last week that right before I flew out here, I premiered my latest one at Patagonia. Cool. And um, it was about Daniel Kediopa, the Maori legend surfer. So Ooh. you can check. I'm going to be posting that one uh, tomorrow, and that'll be really fun. So, yeah, I would appreciate any any ounce helps. It's really awesome. Absolutely. Really well, awesome. let's while we're naked, let's do ah! a, a big hug. <laughs> but we're not afraid. And then, and then we'll, oh let's gosh. just give me a big hug. You crack me and up. And then uh, we'll put our clothes on <laughs> and then go home. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right, babe. Well, I'm going to get you a pink bikini. You need to, <laughs> no, you need to have no. something for that. A little banana pink Speedo. There we go. All right. Made out of recycled <laughs> bottles. Right. The Doe's Nose Icon. I love I it. Love it. So, I love it. I love it. Make sure it has that elephant trunk. The mascot. Oh, Lord <laughs> Almighty. I'm inspired. And a couple kids. of coconuts. You're trying to corrupt me through this podcast. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Oh, my God. Okay. The nun is. Uh, <laughs> the nun is gone. Sorry. The nun is signing off. <laughs> uh, my friends always go, the n- none of that. Al is none instead of Allison. Um, <laughs> that's funny. The South Kona crew. Well, thanks again. We're going to catch up here soon. We'll do, yeah. we'll do another podcast. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone. for And World Oceans Day is today, so it that's is. pretty cool. Oceans Wednesday. Yeah, it's beautiful. Go, so, go dive into life. Go do something in the water. Yeah. It's incredible. Kiss a dolphin. Whether it's in a lake or an ocean, bathtub if you're in a city. Bathtub just works. jump in the water, throw a little salt in there. Yeah, you're there. Do not climb trees at home. Do not climb trees. Do not try this at home. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Um, it's been a great episode. Can't do this without y'all. So until next week. Uh, Hui Ho. Aloha. Wow, thanks again, Allison, for sitting down and joining me and just bullshitting me and telling me what's going on, telling us all what's going on. You're awesome. And you guys remember, you can find her. Uh, there's going to be links on my website, www.dozenose.com. You're also going to be able to find her on my Instagram, Dozer Dave, on Facebook, Dozer Dave Barnett. And on Twitter, Dozer Dave Knows. So check it all out. You'll see links for her and and how you can get in touch with her and, and see what's going on in her world. And in my world, this show can't happen without all of our good friends. Maverick Sport Fishing. Go see Captain Trevor Child. And you can check him out at maverickSportFishingKona.com. These guys are the best. They got a killer boat, fully air-conditioned, 
living room, kitchen, bedrooms. It's the best fishing boat around. These guys catch so many fish from marlin to ahi. Oh no, my my, they specialize in, you know, half day charters, three quarter day or full days, and even overnight charters. Captain Trevor Child, 808 896 7985. It's Maverick Sport Fishing Kona.com. Kona Boys, your one stop shop for ocean fun, operates a legit selection of local style activities, paddleboard tours, va'a rides, and lessons. One of the only companies permitted to do kayak tours in Kalakikua Bay. If you need rentals for boards, bikes, boogies, and other beach goodies, go to Kona Boys. If you need advice from trained water people who care about your experience and health and preservation of the resource, then Kona Boys is your spot. Quality equipment, go see Frank and Brock. They have two locations, one down in Captain Cook, right there the killer store they have all the goodies in there that you could ever ask for they also have their beach shack down at Kamakahonu Bay King Kamehameha Beach Hotel can't miss it right at the pier when you're in Kona and you guys can get anything you want out of these two stores and if you're shopping online or if you're just showing up at the store make sure you tell them you heard it on Doe's Nose and they will give you 15% off. 15% off with those nose. Um, Deuce Gym in Venice Beach. This is where you guys are going to get your best workout from trained people that care about you and your health. Okay, if you guys are into, it doesn't matter what you guys are into, what kind of workout, these guys will help you with it there and they'll get you healthy. They'll get you on proper diets, um, tell you what you need to do to get in good shape or in better shape. doesn't matter if you're 8 or 80. These guys have a workout for you, so go see them in Venice Beach. Deuce Gym. Also, Original Nutritionals. These guys aren't your regular meathead supplement, supplement brand. They're just pure essential food for your body. I know because I take the products. I just got some great stuff in the mail yesterday. Some of the new fish oils that I'm excited. I'm going to start taking with every meal. Um, it's liquid form. You know, the whey products, they, you name it. They've got it all. Go see them at OriginalNutritionals.com. Once again, check out Doze Nose promo code, and you get 15% off. Um, talk about my friends at Hurley. Bob Hurley I've known for a long time. Uh, this guy started the company back in 99, and at that time, surfing was all about being cooler than the other guy and keeping it as exclusive as possible. With the launch of Hurley, Bob changed the perception of what surfing can be for him. It's all about positivity and making the absolute best product for the next generation. Fast forward to today, his vision's never been more relevant. Hurley makes the best board shorts on the planet. We all know that. You know, we do. We all wear them. They have the phantom board shorts that you see John John and Connor Coffin and all these top pros. Kai Lenny, you know, they're all wearing them. And, you know, it's, but there's so much more to the brand from the partnership with Nike to the work on clean drinking water. Uh, Hurley is the brand of now and tomorrow for surfers and anyone else interested in getting in the water or in the snow. 
or just in the desert, doesn't matter, go check them out at Hurley.com. GoPro, those little tiny cameras that we use for capturing everything. I've got friends in town right now, and they're like, hey, dude, can I borrow your GoPro? Um, we don't have one. I want to try it out, see if it works. And I came back from this amazing trip with Kona Boys today and saw some dolphins and reef sharks, and they captured it all with their GoPro. Well, GoPro is transforming the way people visually capture and share their lives. What began as an idea to help athletes self-document themselves engaged in their sport, GoPro has become a standard for how people capture themselves engaged in their interests, whatever they may be, from extreme to mainstream, professional to consumer. GoPro enables the world to capture and share its passion. For more information, go to GoPro.com or connect with GoPro on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Kona Coffee and Tea, where I get my morning crack every morning. Girls in there welcome me with a big smile. Coffee's grown up on the slopes of Hualalai, brought down to the store, roasted every single morning, and brewed just for you, just for I. So go down there, check them out, get your coffee, get a bagel, Whatever it is, go see me. I sit there every morning around 8.30. Come see my face. Smile. Give me a big hug. Say thanks. Love you. Yep. Kona Coffee and Tea. Check them out online. KonaCoffeeandTea.com. And like any of these guys, they're all over social media. So you can check them out. O Nutritionals for Original Nutritionals. And uh, let's see. At Hurley. At Deuce underscore Jim. Um, let's see, at GoPro. There, there's so much more. At Kona Boys. Yeah, check them all out. There's so many. Thanks again for being a, for tuning in and listening to the show. And until next week, uh-ho. Everybody